7.32. So the Presidential Economic, Social and Labour Council, a body working to ratify core conventions of the International Labour Organization, ILO, you might know that as, uh, failed to reach an agreement on Monday. After, surprise, surprise, Labour and management both rejected the final resolution. They've often, in Labour disputes here, failed to see eye to eye. But the National Assembly will have to now start its own consultations without public interest member agreement. And this comes amid growing pressure from the European Union to ratify the ILO conventions. Remember, that was part of the free trade agreement with South Korea originally. Just last week, the European Commission warned that failure to do so could result in Korea being referred to the World Trade Organization. His Excellency Michael Reiter, EU ambassador to Korea, is here in the studio, maybe can help clear up some of those areas of speculation for us. Good morning. Hi, good morning. So, I mean, you're not all that scary. I mean, you're a very distinguished gentleman, but I, 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 I think that sometimes the way the EU's portrayed here is like the kind of... Uh, the, the, the ogre waiting to pass its verdict on the uh, the labour and management who are, who are trying to find some way of agreement. But before we even get that farther, what was actually specified in the article of the free trade agreement? Well, before we get into the matter, let me just uh, say that uh, European Union is never frightening. I think you must confuse us with another country. Um, and, well, uh, hang on. That, that's an interesting... Uh, but, but, that's uh, but, an inter- but, but, there's quite a few would, that could fit that category. <laughs> but uh, we are actually trying very hard to support the Moon administration because President Moon, already when he was uh, a candidate, said, I would like to ratify the core ILO agreements. So we are supporting the government and we have done that already in the past in organizing seminars with, uh, with labor. We have invited the employers. I am in contact with the Ploy- Employers Association. We have invited them to come to Brussels to see how social dialogue uh, can be exercised in a very uh, harmonious way. And uh, that was also one of the ideas President Moon had from the outset when he said a special envoy to the European Union. One of the issues he wanted to know, how can we help in organizing the social dialogue. So that's exactly what we are doing. And that was also the message to which you referred, which the um, Commissioner for Trade, Ms. Malström, passed on uh, last uh, last week. I have to correct one thing. You, you, you mentioned referring to the WTO. Mm-hmm. That was not the issue, because that's not foreseen in, in the agreement. Uh, you were referring probably to a beef issue, that has a WTO dimension, right. it's a market access issue. But what is foreseen in the agreement, and let me underline, the, Re- the Republic of Korea eight years ago has signed up to this free trade agreement, is that uh, there will be every effort made to implement uh, the um, uh, fundamental ILO conventions. And... Also, one issue I would like to add, it seems to be not very well known in Korea that an ILO convention is neither an instrument of the trade unions, nor an instrument of employers, nor an instrument of governments, but an ILO convention is already a consensus, a compromise of the three parties. And I think that's also something which should be clear and cleared here in Korea. Well, I... um 
was essentially introducing what many of the conceptions are at the moment, um, misconceptions in some cases, as I think you've pointed out there. But this word consensus seems to be so hard to find. Labour management, we've seen over 40 rounds of negotiations involving the Presidential Economic, Social and Labour Council's uh, discussions, but still Labour management rejected the final resolution this week as I mentioned briefly before, do you have some sympathy for, for that? Is that common for, for labour management around the world to, to just find it that challenging to see eye to eye? Well, we have, we have sympathy and also understanding. And the Commissioner Malmström said it very clearly in all the meetings she had uh, that she understands the political sensibility and sensitivity of, of, of that issue. Uh, but we are uh, referring to an agreement which we have reached uh, eight, eight years ago and that has become uh, an issue when we looked at the implementation of the FTA the, in the European Parliament, in the uh, European Economic and Social Committee, which is uh, the representative uh, consultative body of uh, social um, partners uh, and civil society in the European Union, also by the um, uh, social uh, media, it got quite some attention that this is an area which has not been implemented for eight years. But as I said at the beginning, we recognize the efforts of the Moon administration uh, to, to, move, uh, to move forward, and it is part of the program. And that has uh, been confer confirmed by President Moon when he was at the summit meeting in, in Brussels. Um, I, I, it has been confirmed by the Minister of, of Labor. Um, and uh, unfortunately, as you said, the social partners could not agree. So therefore, all the eyes turn now to the National Assembly because two of the, of the laws have been introduced and it's now up to the National Assembly to act upon them. So the National Assembly would be right in the EU's position to go ahead and, and find a way to um, introduce these conventions regardless of uh, labour and management's fierce disputes. Well, that's that's something which I understand is foreseen in the in in the Korean uh, procedures and laws. Uh, Commissioner Malmström paid also a visit uh, to the National Assembly and had a meeting with the chairman of the Labour and Environment Committee, Mr. Mr. Kim Hak Young, and uh, he said, "Well, as a as a chairman, he will make uh, every effort." Uh, so we are looking now uh, what can be done in the National Assembly, and I understand from the talk that it is not necessary to have um, an agreement of the social partner. Also, I underline, that would be, of course, a much better solution. Let's, I think, just quickly specify why the EU cares so much about these conventions. Is this about protecting workers primarily? Well, uh, I think we should start with the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, as a member of the uh, of the ILO, and the ILO will have its centennial this year in June. Uh, Korea has taken on the obligation to sign up to the core labor standards. So first of all, it's an international obligation which was confirmed, reconfirmed by uh, the free trade agreement. 
And what we re regard is that trade is not just a one-off issue, but it's a continuous in interaction. And uh, we, took we do take into consideration labor standards, and that's, a, that's something which is not only done in the European Union. Uh, it's, a, it's a worldwide uh, trend. It has all also been uh, taken up by the OECD, for example, where guidelines have been developed, and Korea is a member of the, of the OECD, is part of that process. Uh, consumers uh, have uh, an interest how things are produced, whether it is in, in terms of labor, whether it's in terms of, of environment. So corporate social responsibility is, is becoming an ever-growing issue. And I think uh, we always underline that we have a strategic partnership with the Republic of Korea, that we share values. And I think this is a typical area where we should implement uh, what we are repeating uh, every day. What's your understanding of, of the main sticking point then here? Why, why would uh, Labour, for example, have any objection to these ILO conventions? Well, I think the, the, the tradition of, of social dialogue or lack of social dialogue is, is something which is specific to the hist historic development here in, 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 in Korea. And uh, I know that it takes quite some time until uh, trust is built up and that, that the social dialogue can get un underway. But you have to work on it, and, and it takes long. Uh, but if you if you will, uh, if you want, you can really have achievements. Uh, take the case of the European Union on the European level. Is if there is an agreement between the employers and 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 the labour side, it's, so it's even not necessary to enact a law anymore. But it can be applied directly in an area where these two uh, social partners are are competent. But it is something which has to be learned uh, and we are perfectly willing uh, to help in that learning process. But it's an offer and it's all about uh, Korean domestic politics and this is something which we respect. Yeah, indeed, that takes us back to the National Assembly. And we talked about National Assembly before as, as having the opportunity now to effectively go forward with these conventions, regardless of what the Presidential Economic, Social and Labour Council has had to say or not say in the end. But, of course, we've seen the Assembly repeatedly deadlocked over politics in the past. Uh, what happens uh, then? I mean, you said before they won't be referred to the World Trade Organization. But what, what happens if the National Assembly waits too long, if they get deadlocked, if they can't find any way through? Well, then uh, it, is, it is the application of, of the Freedom Agreement and after a 90 days notice, uh, uh, we would uh, convene what is foreseen in the, in, in the agreement, a um, panel of independent experts and they would consider the case and at the end of the deliberation process, they would issue recommendations. Uh, and uh, this, is, uh, th this is the procedure which is foreseen. Um, so there are no sanctions or whatever, but this does not mean you shouldn't respect because you have a legal obligation uh, to do so. And one should not underestimate, thing, underestimate reputational damage um, if uh, the recommendation were that uh, the, the, um, um, the conventions are not respected. But is there a possibility the free trade agreement could break down altogether? Could it get that far? 
I think I wouldn't. I would not start in any speculations because we have a very, very, very clear um, uh, procedure which is uh, to be f followed. And uh, may I just recall that we are talking about uh, 100 billion uh, euros, so 120 billion uh, dollars trade a year. And the free trade agreement in the last eight years had made a, a considerable contribution to the development of trade. The trade volume was increased by 48% in, in eight years. And it has worked in the interest of both parties. And we have seen from the statistics of, of Eurostat that uh, in the last two years, 2018 and 2017, uh, Korea had a, a, a surplus of 1.8 and 1.6 billion euro respectively. So it's very clear it is working. It is not only working in terms of trade, it's also working uh, in trade of in services and it's also working in, in, in investment. European Union is the number one investor in, in the Republic of, of Korea. And uh, thanks to the, to the free trade agreement and the effects of the free trade agreement, we have nearly doubled the investment in the last eight years. And also the investment of the Republic of Korea in Europe is, is, is increasing. So it's a considerable investment stock. So I think we have both not only an obligation, but also an interest to, to have a smooth uh, application, um, implementation uh, of uh, uh, the FTA, which serves us both very well. And that has also been underlined by the uh, Trade Commission in all the meetings she had last week here in Korea. Thank you for clarifying some of the, you know, these misconceptions, they can grow in the, in the media reports and the speculation. And it's, it sounds like a potentially complex issue. And it is when we talk about international labor organization conventions, but this really does, um, I think, clear things up to a certain extent. And uh, thank you as well for being here in the studio, Your Excellency Michael Reiterer. My, my British passport still remains an EU one for now. Yes, hold on for it uh, as long as it is an EU passport. <laughs> uh, and uh, you still have uh, a few months to go. And you never know. <laughs> at, at least a few months. <laughs> and you never know. EU ambassador to Korea, Michael Reiter, there. Let's get our news bite 746 with Kim Hyung.